All right, everybody. So here we are, episode three of Parents versus Gaming. And as you can see, uh, we've changed it up a little bit. Uh, Jay uh, looks a lot better this week. Um, U.S. Bobber. No, U.S. Bobber is out with his family. Um, he is uh, doing dad things and doing family things, which is uh, kind of what we got into this, so everyone knows a little bit of balance. So this week I am joined by the amazing Alexis Jordan. So Jordan, can you int introduce yourself a little bit and kind of what you do? Hi, yes. Uh, my name is Alexis Jordan. Uh, pleasure to be here, by the way. Um, so I started streaming back in November. Um, I currently have like a full-time job. Um, I am also engaged. And then I also um, trying to make streaming my full-time job, apparently, uh, sometime soon. So I've been working hard on that. And I've built a community of 600 followers so far that I'm very proud and happy to have. That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> 600 followers. Now, how long have you been streaming? Yeah, so since November, so officially four months um, this 21st, so a couple of days ago. Okay. I mean, you're crushing it a lot better, a lot <laughs> better than uh, some of us are. Um, now, I think you and I, we actually met over TikTok, I think. Isn't that uh, where we kind of connected? Yeah, I do believe so. Um, that's kind of where... Uh, you know, I kind of advertise myself, I guess. <laughs> you you publish awesome videos about yourself, and I just make stupid game clips. <laughs> so. Hey, that's a good thing, though. I think uh, gaming clips and clips that show your personality are really what people are, like, people who are interested in watching streams. Because the funny thing is that uh, people choose TikTok to promote their streams, and TikTok is the shortest amount of content, you know, for people who <laughs> we have, have short attention spans. <laughs> like, yeah, and like the stream's, like, the longest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, yeah. so uh, tell everyone where they can find you and uh, your schedule of streaming, just so we can get that out there for that for anyone else that's tuning in, whether because they we do have some Facebook Live watchers as well, and people might be like, "Oh, uh, nice. a girl streamer." So where can oh, they find God. you? Um, so I am on Twitch. I could probably put my link in um, at some point if you'd like me to. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I stream uh, mostly every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um, I am still working on my. Uh, Stream, sorry, stream schedule, uh, just because I do work full time. So sometimes, and I low key hate my job. Um, it's just very hard. I work in customer service. So um, I work four tens and then, uh, you know, try to fit some breaks in there. But yeah, uh, if I do cancel, I will let you guys know on my Twitter. Um, and I usually apologize a lot because <laughs> I, I like hanging out with, with my community, you know? So. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Okay. So I know that our podcast is pretty new, and uh, Jordan, you, you've uh, tuned in a few times and kind of caught the, the gist of it. So what we're kind of about is helping a lot of those parents that their kids are into gaming, they don't understand it, they're afraid of it, or you have those parents that are like, absolutely not, my kid's not gaming, they need to go outside, I don't want them just sitting around, and obviously we want to bring a, a lot of light to the situation, and then bring up the, the three different consoles, and just kind of give people some education on on exactly what is going on in our side of the world. Because, I mean, you know, especially being a girl gamer, I'm sure you get a lot of sometimes hate, sometimes they just don't understand, sometimes they think you just want the attention. But it is something that, that is, it kind of changes who we are. And we try to educate these parents. And then also we go into our chat and kind of go with them and, and answer questions as well. And bringing you on... Uh, gives a whole nother dimension. We talk about kids that should they be watching YouTube gaming videos? Should they game themselves? What games are appropriate for what ages? And now Twitch being, I mean, there really is no parental control, right? So they right. jump on. Do you think that it's a good thing for them to jump on? Should parents allow them? How should they filter the content? So that's kind of why we brought you on. Um, so let's jump into it real quick. You stream on Twitch, like you said. And yes. let everyone, Jordan, how old are you again? I'm 22. <laughs> 22. Okay. So obviously no kids of your own, I assume yet. Not that, because mm -mm, I, not I yet. know, we, listen, I'm not judging. We talked before. <laughs> I know she doesn't have kids. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So how, kind of explain to the viewers how you got involved in gaming and your upbringing and were your parents against it or how, how did that go? So I got really lucky. Uh, my dad is obsessed with gaming. He's on COD pretty much all the time. Um, so yeah, growing up, my brothers would uh, make fun of me and be their punching bag and uh, Mortal Kombat or 
Super Smash Bros or whatever, you know, we were playing. Mm -hmm. um, I was obsessed with Pokemon on my little Game Boy. My parents bought me a pink Game Boy for like my sixth birthday or something. Oh, like that's that. awesome. Um, yeah, so I got really lucky with the fact that, you know, my parents and stuff were really understanding. Um, I do think I do have a couple unpopular opinions about uh, kids in gaming, though. At least not gaming, kids in like watching YouTube, uh, Twitch streaming and TikToks. I think it can be really harmful if you're not watching what they're watching, unfortunately. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Yeah. Now, how do you think that parents should go about filtering? Should they restrict them completely? Or do you just think that they need to be extremely mindful? I think you need to be extremely mindful. Unfortunately, I know not every parent will have the time um, to do what I think is necessary. Um, personally, my stream is mature because I curse a lot. I don't really do a lot more like I play some violent games, but like it's nothing too graphic, but I still decide to make my stream mature because I don't one, I don't want adults um, interacting with kids. That's something I, I mm -hmm. don't think is a good idea um, ever. So same with my discord. Um, but there are some people who, you know, kind of cross that boundary and still don't put themselves as mature. I also think that kids are very impressionable. So, um, you know, if their favorite streamer asks them to buy this really expensive thing, uh, they might just grab mom or dad's card and pay for it. Not saying that they wouldn't get in trouble for that, yeah. but there's just a lot um, that goes into just beyond gaming that I think um, when it comes to streaming, especially, I don't know. I know not a lot of people will like my answer, especially because no, I don't no, have kids. So is, they I, probably I, might not I think this it, is but. great. Now let's, let's dive into it a little bit. You, one of the things you mentioned is kids being impressionable. You know, we, you know, we just went through the whole, transition of loot boxes right and yes they're kind of getting phased out obviously a lot of governments had to step in it was like gambling it became a big issue especially you know and then Fortnite introduced the battle pass and that seems to be the way to go now and at least you know you know you ten dollars and over the season you you get x amount of things as long as you keep playing but with the loot boxes going i think what you said is is a very right now could be a very dangerous time in the streaming world with the kids being impressionable. I mean, take a game like Apex Legends. No marketing. The game was entirely marketed by high-end streamers. It's one of the biggest success stories by EA and Respawn. And they that, needed it. <laughs> they, they def EA especially definitely needed it, absolutely. But look how great that did without doing this overall marketing. Not really trying to sucker people in. Not trying to do cheesy loot boxes there was just it was almost felt pure but are you worried that you're going to see these companies jump in and use streamers as a way to market and and have that impressionable you know to, you take a guy like ninja is he is probably in your opinion someone that rides that fine line of sometimes mature but still open to kids he obviously grew his audience with a huge kid following at the beginning and it is true. The kids are going to see what he's doing, what he buys on Fortnite. You know, now they make the, the Funko Pops with all the streamers and, you know, Fall Guys came out and it was a big trend. Are you worried about streamers kind of being exploited without really understanding that what they're what they're causing? Yeah, I mean, it's so easy to see, you know, even I do it sometimes, and I'm an adult that manages my own money that's worried about my own money, you know, <laughs> versus a kid who might not um, mm -hmm. think of it that way. You know, whenever I was younger, like, I, you know, obviously, I never pushed my, my parents to buy anything. We were always very well behaved. But, you know, sometimes it was like, well, if you don't think about money that way, it doesn't matter. Like, money's not an object, you know, Correct, especially yeah. when you're a kid, uh, you don't understand the value of money. So I think that, you know, you see 99 cents, $1.99 to throw some bits, but then what if you did that 10 times a day? You know, what if you did that 10 times a day every single day of the week? You know, that really adds up. And unfortunately, it's something that you have to watch. And beyond even just giving these streamers money, some of them, you know, want to have, you know, attention on them. And sometimes it's easier to, uh, I just want to straight out say manipulate children but they aren't willing to uh, take the role of a uh, a role model, you know? Yeah. Like, they mm -hmm. aren't willing to show kids 
what's right and what's wrong. You know, some of these uh, streamers are, you know, on their regular social medias, um, going out, drinking, partying during a pandemic. Um, but beyond that, just very irresponsible things. And once you get into the internet, it's not just Twitch. It's not just gaming. Like, you know, there's discords, like I said, where kids can interact with adults. And you might not know that because it's just like, oh, mom, I'm gaming with my friends, mm -hmm. you know, on Discord. But there might be other people there. So it's just something that I think if you do, you know, have the leeway for your kid. Um, and that's just my opinion that maybe whoever it is that they watch, you really bet whoever it is that they watch. You first. know, it, it, or that's something we actually talked about last week is, is the benefits of Discord and private party chats where kids can play games with their friends. I know. A kid might play Fortnite or you might be okay with your younger kid playing Call of Duty, which, you know, it's up to each parent to decide where the maturity level is on their children. Right. But a lot of the, a lot of times, <coughs> excuse me, they're afraid because of the game chat. And obviously, you know, game chat can be, well, can most of the time is extremely toxic. It's toxic. <laughs> yeah. um, but these other ways of chatting are private, but you do bring up a good point. They still are ways for kids to be you know, exploited or, or being impressed upon. So in your opinion, even without having kids, you're someone that's 22, obviously you yourself want to kind of grow into streaming where this becomes your main job. What is advice to parents that might not understand this or parents that have, that have kids that are watching? What's your advice about what to do and how to be mindful? Of course, I think it's a more of the age range, right? I think that younger kids, you really have to have to monitor what it is that they're watching. Uh, once your kids are older, hopefully they just know better, you know? Um, and that's the thing is I, I grew up with really um, awesome parents. You know, they, they were so uh, lenient, but in all the right ways. And like I said, I mean, I played video games. I played video games with my brothers, violent ones sometimes, you know? Um, and I think I grew up fine. And I think my brothers grew up fine. But it's also, um, and I heard you guys say this on the podcast before, and I really liked it. It depends on what you're willing to talk to them about, you know? And I completely 100% agree with you guys is that if you aren't willing to have that conversation or you don't think that they are mature enough to understand that conversation, you know, regardless of age, maybe it's not for them right now. And it it's going to suck saying no, you know, they're not going to be very happy about it. But there are so many things that I think of my parents whenever they didn't want me to do something or didn't let me do you know, do something. Now that I'm 20 years old, I am happy that they didn't let me do that. Or, you know, like I understand them and I respect them for that. So yeah, I would like to see kids game and express themselves and have fun. And there are games that, um, like Animal Crossing, take for example, you know, there, there aren't really a lot of horrible things that you can do on Animal Crossing, or I can't really think of anything else right now that's more uh, male, you know, uh, masculine type games um but you know i'm sure there are other games that you could just lead them into first if they're interested in that kind of thing yeah no uh i, I agree i think uh some of the kid games uh, you know we we constantly go back to nintendo switch but we also keep trying to remind parents that nintendo switch online store might be one of the worst online stores ever and they actually yeah, have almost super complicated super complicated and then they almost have more adult content that's easier to find on the switch than it is you know some games that don't even pass xbox and playstation's store and then of course pc gaming streams kind of open to everything so that's that's definitely a lot uh yeah a lot that's a lot. someone in the yeah. chat says i don't know animal crossing is a pretty dark game that time is <laughs> up to something <laughs> <laughs> hey hey i have an unpopular opinion about tom okay he hasn't charged you any interest all right that's that's pretty nice i would say personal all right so um we also had someone that says uh game chat is a perfect example of how most people who are in a situation with no consequences will behave at least moderately badly and that is true um you know of course in video games you'll see the re you know you can report someone there's a feature supposedly it works but let's be yeah, honest they can't, well, even, they can't even clear out cheaters in, in games like you know call of duty and, and apex mm -hmm. and destiny and some of these games so i i don't know how accurate you know the chat is now sending um regular messages uh at least on xbox i can vouch 100 percent that they if someone reports you and you put any kind of derogatory term they don't even like look at the context if the word is just in your message 
you get banned for up to a week at a time. Um, and then they, yeah, but you, know, it's, you get enough. So they're at least trying. It's a week enough, right? I don't know. Yeah, I, I see that. My biggest thing is, you know, you can have the in-game party chat and stuff like that, which is really nice. That's a, an amazing option. Also, if your kid is interested in Discord, especially because, like I said, their favorite streamers are going to be advertising it. What I would do as a parent, even though I hated helicopter parents growing up, but personally what I would do is you can have one Discord on multiple devices. So if they, and it's going to be hard because Discord's really difficult to learn, but I would just have it on my phone and I would just look through because you can see every single um, group that they're in and stuff like that and just monitor it because... Like we've talked about, and unfortunately, you know, I, I am sucked into the internet. So I've seen a lot of uh, disturbing things go on, actually, um, with like kids and discords and stuff. And it's kind of crazy because you would think, you know, they're just on there to play with their friends. But you can't you know, ever they, be too sure. They definitely need to be monitored. And who knows what Discord's about to turn into. They're, I don't know if you've seen the, the rumor that Microsoft is about to, to purchase Discord. Um so that no i didn't <laughs> yes that actually has blown up in the last day or two so we're not exactly sure what that's going to do if they're just if they're just i assume that they're just buying it for the tech i don't know if they'll still leave discord alone to kind of run itself or they'll integrate it into xbox live uh, i mean i know you're mainly a pc gamer correct Jordan? Yeah. so yeah. at least for xbox versus playstation the the party chat the private chats on xbox have always been superior to sony and they're so we'll we'll see what they do if they go ahead and purchase it. Uh, you know, it's always it's always rumor and speculation at this point. Yeah. But I still agree that it, despite it being a learning curve, I think that as a parent, you need to, like you said, helicopter parent a, a little bit. But if you take interest, it's just like your kid is super into soccer, super into basketball, or yeah. football, and it's a hobby you know you you take interest into that you're gonna go to the games you're gonna do that well if your kid is super into gaming if you take an interest they're probably going to show you how to use discord which is going to make it easier they're going to be less likely yeah. to to kind of wander and i think for you you know coming up with parents that were into gaming a lot it almost was a little bit easier than most than most kids have it today don't you agree yeah, uh, it just depends on, you know, the, the person, right? Unfortunately, my dad, uh, even though he loves gaming, he doesn't really understand, like, a lot of PC things, or he sometimes doesn't even understand his PlayStation. So, um, you know, we still had to teach him growing up and stuff. But yeah, it made it a little bit more lenient to where, like, I could find my passion. And look, I'm trying to make this passion, you know, a, a job for me. And mm -hmm. people might laugh. My brother actually just recently found out how much... Uh, is it either Ninja or Mr. Beast makes on YouTube? And he was like, I can't imagine people making that much money off the internet. And it's like, people can though. And so parents might laugh and they might think, you know, it's a waste of time for my kid to be gaming, but it's not true. You know, they're more likely to probably become something in gaming, either development or uh, a streamer or something in that realm yeah. than they are to become a football the, star. Mm -hmm. You know, the like, industry is the industry is big. You look at some of these games, whether it be Cyberpunk or the new Elder Scrolls is going to come out or last of us that was super popular just if if you think that gaming is just this small thing in the corner that has no regard and, and there's no job opportunities right just watch the credits just click on load up the game and click on this on the credits or go to youtube and click on the credits those credits that list down are as long as a marvel movie there are so many different people whether it's costume designers editors developers so many people you know voice actors there's so many opportunities in the gaming industry like you said that right. that a lot of parents don't realize and and by allowing them to get into gaming they might find what they want to do now that's something i i want to talk about you know you, i just started streaming i'm 40 you just started streaming you're 22 do you think there is a too young of age to start streaming in your opinion yes so what, in your opinion, Jordan, what would you say? Now, obviously, you know, we can't tell people how to parent, but yeah. just in your opinion, because you're, you're getting into it, you know, and you, you can put kid friendly, but you, and you can block people from your channel. So if there's a, 
if there's a you know 10 year old kid that wants to stream he base in my opinion needs a good good moderator to constantly oust people from the chat and get to know them or make it a little bit more private but in your opinion what do you think is a good starting point and maybe it's not so much age maybe it's like we talked about on last week's episode it's what parents are comfortable with and what they can handle personally you know, I, again, I'm going to have a, a bad opinion on this. So here's the thing is that I think that one, I think Twitch only allows you once you're 13. And if you break those rules, they will take everything from you. So don't do that because you're going to lose out on a lot of money, uh, mm -hmm. potential partnership, anything with, with, with Twitch. But two, um, I think that it's beyond having a moderator um, because when you're growing up, you make mistakes you do stupid stuff. And the thing is, is that streaming can become huge. Streaming can mean that you are like a B-list celebrity pretty much, especially for kids. Kids can blow up because they're so relatable, which is amazing. Yeah. You know, it's, it's an amazing opportunity for their future, but it also puts a lot of pressure on someone who doesn't understand. You know, it's not just going to be, what are they saying in your Twitch stream? It's going to be saying, what are they saying, you know, on the internet about you in general? It's going to be, what if you mess up? And then that's, you know, people cancel culture. I mean, I think that, holding people accountable is a good thing. But when you're a kid and people are holding you accountable for something that either your parents would have just, you know, gave you a little slap on the wrist for and you would have learned from, it's now publicly known forever that you did that. And to me, I would be terrified. If I started streaming when I was younger, I did a lot of stupid stuff. And if people knew about that, like, it still scares me because I'm streaming yeah. now and, mm -hmm. you know, and I think about it, I'm like, oh my gosh, you know? So that's, again, an unpopular opinion because... I know that it's like a dream for people. You know, it's but a dream I, for me, I, I, you know? I wouldn't look but. at everything you say, Jordan, as an unpopular opinion. I think these parents, a lot of parents are curious. They want to know what, what is my kid getting into? You know, the kid comes home, the parents aren't into gaming and they say, I, I'm going to stream on Twitch. And the parents like, yeah, yeah, whatever, go ahead. Well, I need yeah. a for Christmas. I need a camp camera and I need a microphone and, and they get their kid all this because they want to make them happy and they, they, they see how they're growing. But I, a lot of parents don't understand really what they're getting involved to. And I find it funny that, you know, I'm, I'm obviously a very small streamer. I'm, I'm smaller than, than, than you. And, and, and I would, you know, I'm sure you still consider yourself a, a small streamer. Yeah, we're oh, yeah. both affiliates, but we're not Twitch <laughs> yeah. partners or anything. At least I'm not a Twitch partner. I don't know if you've, you've gotten oh. close to that. I don't think I want to, but, but yeah. There is this <laughs> realization that you, all of a sudden you're like, wow, if I say this on chat or this when I'm playing the game or this, like it could be, it could be over. Like you could, you like, you could essentially put yourself in a, in a dark spot just with a couple of words. I mean, yeah. it, it happened as simple as last, last summer during COVID. Uh, I'm, I'm a, because of my family upbringing, I'm a huge NASCAR fan. Right. So when the NASCAR season got canceled, I don't know if you know this, they did a lot of virtual racing with the drivers and one of the drivers oh, wow. used a racist comment over chat and he lost his entire ride he had to go through uh, tons of therapy and counseling just to get back into nascar it took him over a year to kind of get back and it almost completely ruined his life and he wasn't even doing his actual job and, yeah and i think it, did it you is see that this, nba player yeah. The same thing happened to him. Yeah, it's very similar, which obviously, like, the use of that language needs to have been gone years ago. So, yeah. you know, again, I'm glad that people are being held accountable. But at the same time, when you're a kid, especially if you do start, you know, if if you are making it and, you know, let's let's face it, even adults sometimes let their head get a little bit big. I mean, it's going to be a big change for a kid. You know, they're going to be able to make their own money. Um, they're going to have a lot of attention on them, which can change them into a different person before they're able to understand what any of it means. You know, before they're even able to build a personality outside of the internet, their self-esteem, everything that they know is going to be built on viewership. And obviously it's still like that now kind of with, you know, Instagram, you know, what whatever other social medias that they already have. But it's just another step there. And, and some kids, I think, I think about my uh, my fiance's brother, you know, he learns bad words over the internet mm -hmm. and then decide to say them in front of me. And uh, I'm sorry, I'm not going to be okay with that kind of language. But yeah. imagine if he had that on the internet in front of a lot of people, you know, imagine if it wasn't just us and like his family and stuff, 
it would have been horrible. Like yeah. a kid probably would have gotten death threats for that. You know you what know, I mean? Because of that kind of stuff. So, and one thing I think parents need to understand is, is we do this, obviously we're trying to entertain people. We're trying to yeah. get subscribers, you know, if they're kind enough to do, to do, do, to donate to us, things like that. But we're providing like an entertainment service for them. And that's what I have it. You know, a lot of people are like, I can't believe people watch video games. I'm like, well, a lot of the people <laughs> that do that don't have a cable bill. So they're not watching six hours of television a day and then watching like this is their yeah. television. And, and that's fine. It's that, my you know, television. There, and I'm sure there's there's even more famous streamers that you watch throughout the day. There's streamers that I watch throughout the day. And it truly is. It is my entertainment. I talk about, did you see what happened on so-and-so's channel today? Like, that's our conversation <laughs> with my friends. And we have a laugh about it. But what makes me afraid, it goes back to what you said at the beginning. Kids are very impressionable. We do this for subs. We're trying to get people to, to join our channel. So all it takes is some adult to jump into a kid's stream and say, if you do this, I'll gift you know, yeah. 50 subs to your channel or another kid or, or another you know, kid anybody, and yeah. they're doing something stupid, whether it's an, you know, in real life stream, whether they do something dangerous. So I think it is a fine line that just, and I think it comes down to the point is that parents, I'm not trying to scare parents. I just yeah, think that not. they need to, like you said, kind of helicopter over it and just at least invest into what their kid is doing. And if they do that, I think it makes it a little bit safer. Right. Treat it like any other hobby. Just like I said, like, like football, let's, let's say, you know, football, if you want, you know, if your kid sees that as a future, you are going to try to help them. And the thing is, like I said earlier, is that them going into gaming, any, any kind of air arena into gaming is so much more likely than them becoming a football star. So put on your little cap and sit down and play games with them and be excited and cheer them on. And, you know, um, Again, like, obviously, I probably have a little bit more of, like, conservative views when it comes to kids, but it's just because, you know, like, I mean, growing up on the internet, but also growing up in the way that I did, I just got to see a bunch of other things happen to kids, and I would never want that to happen. But I definitely don't want to scare people. Like I said, it's any other hobby. You know, it, playing football, you can get hurt. You can actually, you know, break bones. You can do, you know, like, you can get head injuries. Mm -hmm. Just like this, it comes with risks, and you have to be willing to sit there with your kid and, and hold them through every part of it, you know, the fun parts and, and the not so fun parts if you decide to let them stream or game or whatever. You know, and I think I think we might have some parents that kind of watch this and they're going to hear that you're, you know, Jordan's 22 and maybe she doesn't understand, but I, I find it interesting how much you actually have put thought into this and how much you care and how much you're, you're even without having kids of your own, you are protective of that. And it's not out of just trying to make sure there is no this infiltration of kids taking over Twitch, but you don't want this to to turn into something evil, and it could very quickly. I could see where you're coming from. Yeah, yeah, and it's not like a guarantee or anything. There are people who started when they were you know 13 and stuff, and they're thriving. Um, but I also think, like I said, you have to grow up with like a tough skin with that because even if you have a great moderator, you're still gonna get those comments, and you know, even if you play in a in-game lobby. What What is Xbox called? I'm sorry. I grew up on PlayStation. I don't know what they're in, in party chat or whatever. Xbox now Live. Now I feel like I'm old. <laughs> which I believe is changing to Xbox Network, so there's no sense of even trying oh. to learn the terminology. They change it all the time. But yeah, even then, like if your kid wants to one day, you know, his friends aren't playing and he just decides to jump in a random lobby and he can hear people or they, they she, whatever, can hear people, you know, especially for girls. Uh, mm -hmm. unfortunately we get harassed a lot more. So, um, you just have to be careful about it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I think we, we've beat the, uh, the be careful and, and uh, I don't want to be super <laughs> negative about the whole thing, but I want to talk about some yeah. positives with yeah. streaming in particular. So Jordan, can you kind of go into why you got into streaming and what has it done personally for your life? Yeah, um, so I have been trying to start YouTube since I was probably like 17. Um, I have a lot of different interests and stuff, but it never stuck. Like I, I tried really hard and I got really sad because it just, it would never really work out. And I have a full-time job. I've been working since I was like 14 or 15, like multiple different jobs all the time. Um, and so now with like COVID and everything that hit, um, 
I have a friend, Brandon, he actually was pretty much the inspiration for me streaming. Uh, COVID hit, I was in this job, I'm still in, um, that I've been in for a while. Uh, my parents have jobs there and it was just kind of a generational thing and it's a great place to work for. But again, it's customer service and I felt my, so my mental health going down really fast. We weren't allowed to be, you know, outside seeing people. The only people yeah. that I would see is my fiance. I live half, a, you know, half the way of words. I live in Arizona. My family lives on the East Coast. Yeah. So, you know, I don't get to see them or anything. Um, and so I decided to give it a shot. You know, um, I didn't really think anything would come up, come up of it. Actually, I didn't think that anyone would ever watch me or anything. But it's crazy how positive uh, people have taken to me. And honestly, I think I've gotten one or two hate comments in the four months, which is crazy, especially for That's for impressive. everyone, pretty much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And luckily, I've just been well received. And it honestly saved me. I'm not joking. Like, it got into a really bad point with my mental health. So, you know, it's a positive way for people, especially, if, you know, your kids going through a hard time, maybe he needs to interact with other people outside of you know, our little bubbles, hopefully things are gonna get better uh, with the with COVID and stuff, but you never know. Um, sometimes that outlet is all they need to spark life into them again, you know? So. No, yeah. <laughs> I, ha I have jumped into your, your stream quite a bit when I'm not streaming and, and you're on, I, I jump in and, and hang out with your community quite a bit. And, and I will say this, Jordan, you're, you're very entertaining. You're super easy to talk to. <laughs> you, you seem very caring with your community and your community loves you. And you can see that. And, you know, it's kind of the same for me. You know, some of my friends, they, they do know this. You know, I, I do have a 10-month-old son. We're not together. And it, and it was a hard, it's a hard time for me. Uh, yes, he's 15 minutes away, so I'm very lucky. I have a great relationship with the mom. She's incredible. She's an amazing mom. So I'm I, comparatively speaking, I am over the moon lucky to be in the situation that I am. But it's still those times where you just feel down. You're, you're not being social like we used to be and you right. get down and, and, and I was going down a, a bad path as well. And just jumping into this almost felt like it gave me a, a new life and it, it made me feel like it was okay versus kind of gaming before was a bad hobby, but going into the streaming side of things and almost feeling like I had a purpose and, and it is, I will say this, it is not as simple as just plugging in a camera and turning on your microphone and streaming yourself. I no, edit videos. <laughs> I spend hours edit videos. I'm still teaching myself how to use Streamlabs. Like there is a lot into this, which is, you know, I've, I've even gone into OBS studio, done some HTML coding. Like I've taught myself a lot of things that have been beneficial, not just for doing this as a hobby, but my personal job. And that goes back to, like you said before, where kids, allowing them to do this they could learn so many things that they, you know i'm enjoying things that i didn't think i would ever enjoy and it really does bring you kind of back to this person that you are and i think that as far as letting your kids you know like, if, like i'm with you that that 14 to 17 age range some of them they're they're not great at going out let's just be honest some some kids yeah. aren't that great at meeting other friends at school they're not in the so-called popular group but on here they they i promise it's almost like you guarantee they'll find a handful of followers other kids just like them and they'll start to build this friendship some of my best friends you know are from gaming i have a, a most of my chat is people that i met through gaming there's very few people i met in real life first and then met them online now, most of, a lot of the guys I've met online, I've now met in person, and they're some of my best friends. You know, I even have someone, yes, I went to college with him, but we bonded over gaming, and we've been gaming ever since. I'm actually going to be in his wedding this summer, and that's just, it's mind-blowing, these relationships that you build. And what gaming allows you to do is build these friendships where you don't just have the friends limited around where you live. And I think that's huge. You know, a kid goes to a school, they don't feel very popular, they may have their one friend which is, is still great. I'm not knocking it, but allowing them to game and do online gaming, they might meet so many other people with that they didn't know existed. And, that, and that's, in my opinion, one of the greatest benefits that a parent really needs to look into allowing their kid to game. 
Yeah, and beyond that, like their friends, like I have a couple friends in the UK and uh, being sheltered as I am, there are a lot of things that I didn't know about, you know, the other side of the world, you know, and it's very interesting to see. My dad, actually, his five best friends in the entire world are gamers that he met through uh, PlayStation. You know, he went to one of their weddings actually a couple years ago. <laughs> the other one, uh, when we visited Hawaii, he was a Navy SEAL diver. So we went to go visit his house and uh, and talk to him. And uh, my best friend, uh, Jason, uh, it's so funny. We talked about it. We met like two or three months ago, actually, through TikTok. And we banter and everything like he's my brother like like literally how my brothers treat me is how he treats me and i think you've seen him on my stream before yeah he's, just, he's like, on your stream so you're telling me this guy you just met three months ago through tiktok you wouldn't know that would you? i would have never We're, known that if you didn't say you that right think now, that we've known sure. each other forever I yeah i thought you guys have known each other a lot longer <laughs> um i mean if he would get a little bit better it would probably help your stream but you know it is what it is your back probably <laughs> hurts from carrying him all the time and dead by day, dead by <laughs> oh. daylight oh i'm sure he'd love to hear that <laughs> so we talked about kind of the the benefits and i know you went through a hard time you talked about your mental health do you feel like since you've done this that the benefit to the mental health side of things for you has been a huge difference or would you just say it could have been an out, outlet to something else life-changing um, I'm not kidding when I, like, I didn't realize how bad it was until recently. Um, I am going to start going to therapy too, just because it, it's better for me. But, you know, I, it is something serious to consider sometimes. Even taking your kid to a therapist or something, like I went to one when I was uh, younger, whenever I was in high school, and I really didn't click with the therapist. I wasn't really telling them the truth because I just didn't feel like I knew them that well. Like mm -hmm. talking about things helped, but, um... It just didn't feel like genuine uh, whenever I went. So even if you're trying everything and you, you know, if you see something that might be wrong with them and they have a gaming passion, this might help, you know, like if they, if they really want to do this, it might be helpful to, you know, just seeing like a future doing something else. Because like a lot of my friends, um, even one of my friends now, you know, that's one of his main concerns when he talks about mental health is he doesn't see a future with what he's doing right now. And that can be so just like soul crushing. And yeah. if you give them something to see themselves doing and loving five, 10 years from now, that can change your life and save a life. Honestly, I'm, I'm not exaggerating when I say that like streaming saved my life. That's awesome. And that's something <laughs> I think that no, I, I think it's definitely something that uh, parents can should pay attention to. Yeah. I, I it's uh, I'm I hate going out and meeting parents, especially in my line of work. I I talk to new people every day. Um, I'm a sales rep for a company, and I'm constantly meeting with obviously for the most part a lot of moms, and they're just like, "Well, I don't let my kid play games," or "I can't believe you play games at 40," or. Oh. You know, it, it's a lot of eye rolling. And then when I explain to them what they can gain from it and how their kids can get this, that, and the other, it's almost like glass shattering. Like this bubble just popped to them. Like they've been introduced to this new world. And I've even had some of them come back to me a month later and say, wow, like I've got involved. Uh, I tried to work with my kid. My kid is so much happier now. And, and it's crazy. Oh, that's so awesome. It, 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 but it, it, in my opinion, it's just crazy that all it took was just some random person to explain to them what it really was about. And it's not just this throwaway thing anymore like it used to be, at least especially when I was a kid. I know it's changed a lot, you know, as as you grew up. Definitely a very different time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but I think it is true. I think it, it can go a long way to helping any kids with mental health and, and adults as well if if you're a parent and you watch the show, you know, it's not just about what's great for the kids. We're also on this talking about, you know, we're going to bring other parents on the show and talk about how they balance their life with kids and and how this can still be a thing. And and it is true. I mean, I'm I'm older, like I said myself, and and I'm I'm 100% with you, Jordan. I it is basically changed my life in the last couple of months. I haven't been this, you know, this openly happy just as an overall healthier person than I have been since I started doing this. And I'm and so it, happy. <laughs> and, but it is, it is awesome. truly, it's, it's like you feel excited about, about 
getting up each morning versus like, oh, it's another day. And that's to me where you really start to notice the the difference of one hundred percent. And I and, and I'm sure you're just like me. You're you still have those days you're exhausted because you worked your normal job all day, then you streamed, and then you tried to edit some videos, so you didn't get any sleep. But I'm tired because I did something. I'm not tired because I'm just over the world. Yeah, because I'm progressing my life in a way in you know a direction that I wanted to take, not because I don't know where I'm going or you know what it's going to mm. look like. So, yeah. So before we wrap up this episode, Jordan, something that uh, uh, U.S. Bobber and I uh, usually talk about is a... Now, I know you said your dad was cool with games, but there's no yeah. way that at some point in your life they didn't. Ha you don't have a funny story of them taking it away or, you know... Being like, you're not gaming anymore. So we usually tell a story every week, something that happened during your childhood. So what do you, what, you got anything for us? I have a funnier story than what you might be imagining. Okay. Uh, my, my mom cutting my dad off from video games. <laughs> okay. This is what want to hear. Okay. See, us kids didn't have the problem. Okay. Mm -hmm. But my dad, he's better now, but growing up, he definitely like, he would be up until like, 4 a.m. and then we get up and he would work he he would get up he worked two jobs uh he owned his own business and he went to work at lowe's um so he definitely was a hard-working man mm -hmm. but you know when when you're married to someone you want to be next to them at night you know and sometimes <laughs> it's not nice uh so yeah no she would um she wouldn't do anything too crazy, but sometimes she uh, would, you know, unplug the PlayStation or something. And that would just mean get your butt upstairs. <laughs> would that be like in the middle of him playing? She would just pull the plug? No, I think on nights where she just didn't want it to happen, she might just like unplug it and just go upstairs. And whenever he saw that, he learned after a couple times, you know, after a couple, the first couple times he plugged it back in. And it was like, bro, what are you doing? Get your butt upstairs. You're going to get yelled at. But yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. As for us, you know, we were... <clears throat> we were pretty well-mannered kids. Don't tell my mom, because it's because she uh, laid down the law, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, we were pretty good. I think the only time that she took anything away from any of us, we were just kind of like, okay, <laughs> whatever. Like, we'll give it back next week. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> so it sounds yeah. like you had a pretty good, pretty, pretty good childhood growing up, though. Yeah, I mean, I went through my own struggles when I got into high school and stuff, but that was more just, like, my stuff uh my parents mm -hmm. have always been very supportive uh they uh had me very young so they were growing up while we were growing up you know but they did their best and and uh i learned a lot of lessons from them even if i wasn't happy about it growing yeah up. no so, for sure your parents obviously yeah. did the opposite of me i waited till i was uh, 40 and then had a kid so <laughs> well <laughs> i'm sure my son's gonna have very different stories uh growing up when it comes to gaming Ho hopefully he, he takes to it a little bit anyways but the other thing I want to know, let's get to know you a little bit, because what some people in the chat might not know is that Jordan is also joining the Parents vs. Gaming team. So she won't be on every week, but she's definitely going to be our fill-in host. As you know, uh, U.S. Barbara was not able to be on tonight. But even with him, we're, we'll probably have her on multiple times uh, throughout each month. And we just want to have the, the other take, especially with... Uh, Jay and I being over 40 and you being 22, I think it just opens up the the door to seeing a wide range of audience and kind of speaks to a lot of different people, whether they're older parents, whether they're younger parents, whether they're just people, you know, your age wanting to get into it. How, how can they get into it? We'll, we'll definitely expand what we talk about. So to yeah. let people get to know you a little bit, what is what was your favorite game as a kid? that you would say was your like go-to game and what is your current favorite game so for me my go-to game growing up as a kid was super mario brothers 3 i played pretty much every day that i could yeah <laughs> uh, i always dabbled in other games but always went back to mario 3 so what about you uh for me it was mostly like pokemon when i was like really young and then uh i love the sims you know, my dad got me like The Sims 3 on the PlayStation, and uh, I love that. Um, but we also had a, a Wii. So that was like my favorite thing, whether it was Super Smash, Smash Brothers or like anything on the Wii, I was obsessed with. It was in my room. My parents put it in my room because I loved it so much. Um, 
very lucky with that. Now, um, I play a lot of Apex, but that's usually off stream because um, I'm not good at it. <laughs> and then also um, I play a lot of Dead by Daylight, which is probably one of my favorite ones. I love like anything horror related. So if you throw a horror uh, uh, game at me, I'm going to be mm. super excited about it. Are you about excited <laughs> about the, the new Resident Evil coming out? I actually haven't played the Resident Evil games. Don't judge me. Okay? Wow. <laughs> Don't judge Someone me. that says I love horror games. Hasn't played the Resident Evil games. Okay. I I tried one of them and okay. it was just like wasn't your thing. I, I it it wasn't really my thing. Like I've always been obsessed with Bioshock. That's probably you know what if I name my all time favorite game, it's gonna be the Bioshock series for sure. Um, I'm playing that on my Twitch sometimes, occasionally too. But um, but yeah, no, I I love Bioshock. Resident Evil isn't that great, but I'm oh no, my camera died. Ah! <laughs> But, um, sorry about that. But yeah, no, I think right now I'm most excited about Evil Within. Okay. Um, that new one, because it's going to be co-op. I could never play it by myself. I don't really like uh, games where I can't do anything to defend myself. But gotcha. if I'm with a group of people scared out of my, out of my mind, it's wonderful. It's fun. That's, <laughs> that's a fun time. <laughs> well, let me, uh, let me jump over to the chat before we say goodbye. Just make sure anyone hasn't, hasn't talked about anything. Yeah, um, no problem. I did have I'm someone on Facebook Facebook that did say uh, a therapist can only help you if you're ready to be helped. I definitely agree there. And I right. think that goes back to what you were saying. Going to a therapist yourself by the fact that you didn't know them, you just weren't comfortable opening up. And and whether it's gaming or something else, it, it definitely can can be something that allows you to open up meeting other like-minded people. You know, it's funny. I, I actually started this entire thing, Jordan – because I wanted to help other parents that are my age that have a kid kind of unexpectedly and just kind of help them what to go through. And it's it definitely obviously has changed a little bit what I wanted to talk about. And but it is true. I do have people that jump into my to my to my stream and they get to know me a little bit and I've I've made friends with two or three people that off stream they have gone into very deep detail of wanting to know how did I handle this what did I do how what am I looking at to do forward and I think that being able to help people has is probably the biggest thing that brought me joy and I think that goes back to the what they're talking about as far as if you're ready to open up to, to see a therapist I, I and it's just like you said you didn't feel comfortable you didn't know them but gaming for you was a way that you connected with people and, and it allows you to open up a little bit and it, st it definitely helps the mental health um let me jump over here the chat kind of went off a little bit about how most people have <laughs> met through gaming and they talked yeah. about how they all met through there i know one person said they've you know because of our gaming family and because of us streaming now uh, Mrs. Shadow, she's like, I've met, I've made more friends in the last three weeks than I've had ever. Um, I don't know. I believe she's oh, jumped awesome. into a couple of your streams as well. Because uh, yeah, I always, super I supportive. encourage everybody to from my channel to go see you when I'm not on. Oh, uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just think your 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 content is amazing, uh, and I think you're super friendly. And I think if people want something, somebody to watch that's genuine, you know, you're not on there just just pushing an agenda you just want everyone to have fun and have a good time and you're yeah, obviously sure. your community is is very going uh let's see if anyone oh so a lot of people you know um someone said i can't wait to hear from a 22 year old i have a feeling that was because they were excited to hear what you were going to say was your so-called favorite game growing up i love oh. that you said smash brothers because as a kid you playing Smash Brothers is funny because I come from a time where we used to drag out the Nintendo GameCube to the common area of the dorm area that I was in in college. And that's oh, wow. like Smash <laughs> went down. And then also like for my college years, and I know I went older, Crash, let's not bring up how old I was when I went back to college, <laughs> but it was all about carrying your big Xbox to someone else's room and setting up your xbox with their tv and your tv and, and having land parties with halo you know the, the the whole online thing was different now you basically for the most part grew up with online gaming yeah 
But if it makes you feel any better, my first ever high school party, probably my last one because I'm kind of a loser. Um, but yeah, it was uh, inviting a bunch of friends over and we all played uh, Mortal Kombat, ate gummy bears, and drank soda. <laughs> that was my first ever high school party. Let's let's keep that in mind. Anyways, that tells you what kind your... of person I am. Wait, how old were you? Um, probably like, well, I went to school, like, I was always the youngest, so okay. I think I was like 13 or 14. Okay, so I just want to make sure that for someone that says they're very sensitive about kids and gaming, you were playing Mortal Kombat at like 13 you, years old. I told you. Like <laughs> Which said, at like, the time, like... you have to admit, at the time, that was like, oh, yeah. there was blood in that game, like, it was mind-blowing for people. Yeah, but here's the thing, like, one, I mean, I'm a little biased, but I think I grew up okay. <laughs> but two, I also think that, like, even though my parents were okay with me gaming and stuff like that, I don't think they understood the risks of it. Like, imagine if I would have, because I didn't really play online. Like, like I said, mm -hmm. my favorite games were, like, Bioshock. Like, I got to play that by exactly. myself in my room. That has a lot of very dark tones, too. But it was different than um, what it is now, which is gaming with people. And honestly, we all know the monsters that you're afraid of when you're younger are other people, unfortunately. So um, whether they're just mean or they have more sinister intentions, you know, especially when it comes to kids. So luckily, you know, my parents didn't make any crazy mistakes because we weren't really into the online scene back then. But it's just something to be aware of, you know. <laughs> Um, but as for violence in games, like unless it's GTA, I, I personally don't find it that big of a deal. I think our but channel always my... goes, so for every podcast, I'm pretty sure we're just advertising for GTA. It always comes back to that. <laughs> always comes back to I like... mean, it's a pretty crazy game. Yeah. All right, everyone. Well, thank you so much for coming out. Like I said, this is episode three of Parents vs. Gaming. Uh, we're super excited. We were with Alexis Jordan tonight. Alexis, can you or Jordan, can you please let everyone know where they can find you again? Whether it's TikTok, Twitch, how can they how can they find you? Yeah, are you? Am I able to put a link in your? You can put uh, it. Chat? I believe so. All right, listen. Let I'm, me let me check. <laughs> I'm very bad at at night, but but some people are gonna listen to this later. So besides the link, uh, if you want to tell oh, everyone yeah. where you can go. So I'm Alexis Jordan ninety eight. Um, it's Jordan spelled J O R D A N. Uh, just for easy purposes mm -hmm. um yeah you can find me there all of my other links are there but really i i just stream on twitch i i post on tiktok but you don't need to see the cringe it's okay <laughs> it's okay <laughs> oh once again everyone thank you so much for stopping by my name is james Ayers. i am the gaming dad like i said we were with alexis jordan 98 tonight miss jordan herself we hope to have her back again in the future i'm sure we will she's gonna join the team and if anyone wants to watch anyone game tonight, I hope you guys jump over to her channel on Twitch. That's twitch.tv slash AlexisJordan98. <laughs> so I hope everyone has a great night, and thanks for coming on. Bye, Good everybody. Night. Bye.